Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm geeked today because AG been to the park. I've been to the park. And normally we start to show off with a question like, have you seen the movie? I wanna, I wanna save that question. I wanna, I wanna start this question off, man, because I just I just gotta jump into it. Mm-hmm. Your last name is Rucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, people talk about the league. People talk about and one. People talk about street basketball. But the Rucker Park is all that in one. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Oh, well, for me, you know, personally, it means everything. Um, you know, I was just telling you guys a minute ago that it's a, uh, it, it's a humbling experience to be a rucker, you know, growing up a rucker. Um, obviously, you know, when you're growing up, you know, you're too young to kind of understand the full implications of, you know, the, the basketball implications of, you know, what your name means to the basketball community. You know, but as you get older, you start to figure out, like, wow, you know, this is a, uh, you know, this thing is bigger than 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 any one of us. You know, yeah. and you start to appreciate the uh, the legacy that was left behind by our grandfather. Mm. So. I I I'm just blown away, man. Because again, <laughs> everybody in I mean in their hood got a playground mm-hmm. that they go to, but nobody has ever had a playground yeah. like Rucker Park. Hoop Dreams, the podcast, an Unlearning Network production. I typically say we got a special guest, but I think this one is a little bit higher than that. Yeah. We got we got legacy, we got talent, we got culture. I mean literally, we got history that is on the show today. The co-owner and founder of the streetwear and clothing line, the Rucker brand. Just start there because that brand honors the infamous New York basketball playground, Rucker Park. And if you don't know what Rucker Park is and what it's about, then I'm going to say this. I'm putting it out there. Then you don't know nothing about basketball. Nothing. But what makes this special is this park is really close to our next guest because it's named after his grandfather. Yeah. Man, we want to welcome to the Hoop Dreams podcast. The name itself speaks volumes. Chris Rucker. Welcome to the podcast, man. I'm Will Gates, and that's my dog. Arthur A.G. What's up, Chris? Thanks for joining the show, bro. Thanks for having me. I want to ask you right now, man, before we get into your life, what you're doing now with the brand, with the park, and how that is taking off, um... Have you seen the movie Hoop Dreams? And do you remember <laughs> when you saw it? And where were you at? Yeah, I have seen the movie Hoop Dreams. Uh, I believe I was in Brooklyn at the time. Um, and it it was not only an influential movie in terms of documentary, basketball documentary, but I feel like it was an influential film, period. Mm-hmm. Because, it, it, because it, it echoed the lies, well, as you gentlemen well know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it, it, it echoed the lives of people that look like us, that live where we live, yep. and uh, and that, quite frankly, you know, have the same hoop dreams as everybody else. Yep. You know, and, and even if you don't, you know, 
even if you have not achieved those dreams, you know, we all we all aspire to be and like the like the commercial used to say, we want to be like Mike, right? We want to be yeah. like Julia Serving, right? You know, you know, whoever you're here with, Larry Bird, mm-hmm. whoever you're here with. Um, I think we've all had those dreams if you follow the sport and if you played the sport on any level. Yeah. Well, take us back to your childhood. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we all grew up in families, man, where you know, we were really following the footsteps of those that laid foundations for us. But AG and Asho, man, it's a little bit different. It's I know we call it the Hoop Dreams podcast, but in essence, every guest that comes on this show is really your podcast. So take us back to, you know, the Chris Rucker story. Give us your childhood. Where did you grow up at and what was the neighborhood like? Yeah, so for me, I, grew, I actually grew up in a couple of different places. So I grew up in Brooklyn, in uh, Crown Heights and Bed-Stuy. And I also grew up upstate in Syracuse, New York, too. So I have a different perspective, uh, you know, about basketball because I grew up in two different places. Mm. Uh, and was interesting, well, from a, from a basketball uh, mindset, it was always interesting to me because, you know, upstate New York was more fundamentally fundamental basketball, right? It was always about, you know, you know, you know, dribble this way, shoot this way, right? Tuck your elbow and, you know, uh, you know, all, all of the basic rules, right? Yeah. But in the city, um, you know, basketball was, was always about, not always, but a lot of times it was about the hype, mm. you know, and who and who was playing who, mm. you know. Um, you know, like w- w- when my grandfather started this tournament, when he started his pro division, you had, uh, you know, Ed Warner's Big Five versus Snoopy Sugar Bowl, right? So that was, you know, his first couple of pro division championships. You know, which was and still is a big deal to this day. You know, I could not tell you about a similar situation in, in, in Syracuse, New York, outside of Syracuse University. Mm. So I think there's a huge difference in uh, how basketball is perceived in different parts of not only New York but the country. Yeah. Um. You know, <laughs> and, and 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 like I was saying earlier, for me growing up, you know, knowing that you're a rookie is one thing, but when you meet people and they react a certain way, that's when you kind of realize like, yeah, I'm just a normal person. I'm just a normal guy, but I kind of have a famous last name and grandfather. Mm. Right. And that's, and that's when the, uh, you know, you, you start to respect um, who you are and where you came from and, and, and what that represents growing up. Because now it's not just right. Yeah. You're definitely just a normal guy. Right. But now you're a normal guy with a responsibility to carry on, uh, you know, something that's much bigger than you are. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and that plays that, that, that plays on your mind because, you know, you know, if you want to get in trouble, well, it's not just you getting in trouble, you know, now you're putting dirt on your family name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you have children, hey, look now, you know, you want to go, you want to go to the right, you can't just do that because now you're putting dirt on our family name, right? So, um, you, you take into account all those things growing up and, uh, you know, definitely influenced me to become a little bit, you know, more heavily involved in the, in the family business. So where did, uh, you know, where did the love of basketball come from in your family? Like, did your brothers mm-hmm. play? Did your uncles play? Like, what, what did you play? Yeah, so, 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 uh, I can just speak for me. So for me, it, it definitely started and, and, and began with my grandfather, right? Because once you realize who he is and, and what, you know, that, that, that love, it, it's, it's ingrained in you. It's in our blood. Um, my grandfather was uh, 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 a basketball fan himself on many levels. He played at Ben Franklin. 
Um, in high school, I did not play basketball. I played football in high school. Mm. You know, but my father was also a big NBA fan. So for, for, for us, you know, me and my brothers growing up, that, it was definitely handed down uh, generationally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, you know the business, business side of things, for me, it was kind of a natural, you know, like a niche to say, okay, you know, if I want to start my own business, well, what am I going to start? Oh, well, how about the men's basketball apparel line called Rucker? Right? Like it, mm-hmm. you know, so for me, it was, you know, kind of like a no-brainer. Right. Uh, it, it, it actually was not originally our idea or my idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually somebody else's idea that came to my family. And, you know, frankly speaking, I didn't like the way that they were handling the business. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the way that uh, they were running around with our name. And, and so, long story short, you know, they got out of the picture and, and I took it over from there in 1998. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it on and off since then. Nice. Yeah. I, I got to ask you this, man, because you said something earlier about carrying the name growing up in the Rucker family. Mm-hmm. At times, was that a burden or has it always been a blessing? Well, you know, it's more so of a blessing. But you asked me about, you know, basketball and did I play earlier? So, you know, one of, one of the things on my agenda growing up was learning how to play basketball, right? Mm. Because, like I said, I played football in high school. So since I didn't play organized basketball, you know, I had to end up kind of self-taught, you know, through rec leagues and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I actually played, you know, I'm older now, but I actually played about three years ago, actually in the league out here in Tampa. Mm. So, you know, I'm still I'm still fairly active, you know, for an old guy. <laughs> still got it, baby. That's right. Yeah, a little right. bit. <laughs> Plus the warmer yeah. weather, keep the knees loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You play outside <laughs> out here. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it, AJ had asked you earlier too, man, about that that love of the game in your family. But um, I want to ask you about growing up, as, and I'm sure these stories was passed down. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. But what influenced your grandfather to start playground basketball? Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, as far as I know, you know, he, you know, he was, first of all, he was a young guy himself. So, you know, he, 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 he drops out of school. He, he joins the army, he comes back, now he's a World War II veteran, but mm-hmm. he comes back to a neighborhood that, you know, is impoverished, a neighborhood that, you know, is, is in many ways outnumbered, mm-hmm. you know, and he comes back to a situation that, that's really, like, is untenable for him. He doesn't really want to stand for it, so instead of sitting down, he actually stood up and did something about it. So, and what, so what year is this? What year? Uh, is 46 this? is actually when he started the tournament. Wow. Yeah. So, so was the, 
was the park always named Rucker Park, or how how, no. how did that become? Like how, how did he how did that name? Right. What was so, what was the name before the park, and then how did they you know he put his yeah. name on it? Yeah. So that park was actually part of a public school at one point in time, the one fifty six. The school closes down, but the park remains. Wow. So between forty six and when he passed in sixty five, you know he had obviously done the body of his life's work. Mm. And he was credited with sending, you know, over uh, 700 kids to uh, school with college athletic scholarships. So he had done he had done a lot between 46 and 65 when he passed. He also, um, well, he worked for St. Phillips at one point, but he also worked for the Parks Department as a Parks Director. So he had a relationship, you know, with a lot of the local parks in the, in the area and in the neighborhood, 138th Street, uh, 10th and Lennox, uh, 128th Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, St. Phillips was on 134th Street, so he so he had a, he had a, a relationship already that he had developed over a number of years. Um, when he came home from the war, mm-hmm. right? So he comes home. He's like, hey, you know, our neighborhood is not doing well. I need to do something about it. So how can I get these kids in, into a better situation? Well, out, out, you know, basketball outdoors, right? Playground basketball. Mm-hmm. So he starts his his uh, his mites division. He's got mites. He's got midgets. So, so it was really a, a uh, how do you say it, uh, an organic grassroots movement when he started it. Wow. You know, because he's, he's really, really starting with the youth. 1946. I mean, who was thinking that and, back then? And he doesn't you know, start his pro division until the 1950s. So around 1953 is when he starts his, his, his uh, high school and collegiate pro division. So, and, and, I'm, and I'm emphasizing that because what that, what that tells me is that it really was again an, an organic grassroots movement because because he was dealing with youth basically from forty six to fifty three, and then dealt with the posers and you know the older guys and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean that, that's you know that, that's essentially how we started. And in terms of you know was the park always named after him? The park actually wasn't named for him until nineteen seventy four. So he passed in sixty five. The park was named after him in seventy four. You know, okay. some, you know, what, nine years later. Wow, he meant that much to the neighborhood where the city said, we got to name this park after him. And, and, and really, and, and, you know, and, I, and I always think, like, you know, if he had, if, if he had lived, because he passed pretty young, he was 38 years old. So if he had lived, where would he have been today? You know, who, who would he have been today? You know, because he's still, he's still considered, when, when you look at, when you look at Harlem in general, right, and you look at the rich history of Harlem in general, you know, from, you know, the Apollo to the Cotton Club to, to, to Count Basie uh, mm-hmm. to, to Small's Paradise Club and, you know, Lena Horn and so forth and so on. You've got some heavy hitters, Marcus Garvey. You've got some heavy hitters that have come through Harlem over the decades, right? Mm-hmm. Renaissance, you know. So for, for, for me personally, to hear his name mentioned in, in those same circles, you know, even though it's the basketball community, to, for me, that's special, you know. And to me, that's that's everything. And I'm just thinking like how it is today. You mean to tell me that a coach could come to the park, see a kid who ain't playing in no tournaments, no no circuits, no, you know, back then it wasn't none of that, but he wasn't on his high school team. He didn't play in no rec league, but he can show up to Rucker Park, have a great game, and a coach will see that 
And you mean to tell me some guys got went to college off of the Rucker Park? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? Or, 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 or they were sent there directly. Yeah. Or, or, or they had, you know, so they would develop relationships with a lot of these schools. You know? What? Yeah. Call the coach up and say, hey, I got a kid for you. And, and, and you know, kid goes there directly. So, Damn. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They, they, and, was and, Nike, they was Nike eyeball before Nike eyeball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you have to, you got to remember too now, so the NBA is actually starting the same time as Rucker. That's right. Mm, so, that's right. So this is a period of, uh, you know, inclusion at Rucker and exclusion over here with the NBA. Mm -hmm. We we weren't allowed to play for the NBA back then. Wow. So for for a lot of those kids, this was, you know, not only outlet, but their only Let me ask you this, Chris, since you brought up the NBA. Has the NBA, and I'm not sure, I should have researched this a little bit more, but has the NBA... um, authenticated have they acknowledged you know the rucker brand your family because i believe the rucker name should be in the nba hall of fame simply off the merit of even to this very day guys from the league still feel like if i make the league i gotta have an appearance at the rucker park has the nba um honored your family uh yes and no so on, on, on some level, we've worked with the NBA over the years, you know, through, through clothing, uh, mm-hmm. through our, our clothing line. And we've had great relationships with people like Chris Chen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that works for the league. Um, but in terms of, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll just get, get down to it. You know, why is my grandfather not in the, the, the nation of Hall of Fame? Yep. And, and people need to understand that it's not the NBA Hall of Fame, it's right. the Naismith Hall of Fame. Same. Now, now it just so ha- they just so happen to have close ties to the NBA. Now, a minute ago I mentioned, you know, where, where would my grandfather have been today had he been alive? Well, I think he would have been in the Hall of Fame as a contributor, right? Mm. And I think that's I think that's really you know it's important. Um, am I is our family salty about it? You know, do we? No, we're not salty about it at all. Mm-hmm. Does he belong there? Absolutely, he belongs absolutely. there. Absolutely, you know, absolutely belongs there. But then you go back to the, you know, the fact that I pointed out earlier that well, he passed him, you know, this year. Park was not dedicated to him nine years later. So maybe these, these things take some time, and we just have to be patient. But does, does he deserve to be there? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. Well, I got to hit you with this, man. I know this might sound crazy, but. Playground in yeah. your family's name. Do you play in other <laughs> So, uh, I played in one or two. So, when I was in Brooklyn, so there's a spot in Brownsville. Uh, they call it the hole. There's the original hole, and there's another hole, too. But there's a spot, you know, it's right in the middle of the project. I had a good friend out there in Brownsville. They called the hole. So, we played there with Tim's on and short, shorts, you know, Timberlands and, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, so I've played in other places, but obviously I prefer to play in my grandfather's park if I can. But that's a lot of pressure, I got to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hey, Chris, let me let me ask you this. Yeah. And I know you remember this. I mean, I don't know how old you were, where were you at, but yeah. I know you had to. Do you remember when the Entertainers League 
used to be at the Rucker on NBA TV. Yep. Yep. That was the best shit for the summer. I mean, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. We could see them all right there. Yeah. Skip. I mean, all of them. Well, see, Greg, Greg had a, you know, Greg Marius, you know, RIP. Greg, Greg had a, Greg had a, a, a really good formula, right? You know, he, he took what my grandfather did and what a lot of other leagues are doing to, to another level. And he said, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to take basketball. You know, Greg was in the music business. Can we going to marry the two, right? Mm-hmm. So now you got teams coached by Fat Joe, right? You got teams, you got Jay-Z showing up, Blackout doing <sighs> right? You know, Mousy is up there, you know, coaching, right? So you got, you got, uh-huh. you got all of this going on based on, you know, Greg's legacy and what he did, you know, mm-hmm. not just building off of, you know, the NBA is not the same as it was 30 years ago. David Stern yeah. built his legacy, right? He did a great job with Michael Jordan. David Stern, he did a great job with marketing. Yep. And then David Stern, he passed away, RIP. I got Adam Silver taking that over. And mm-hmm. he'll leave his legacy, you know? Right. Uh, and, and, I, and I feel like that's what Greg did. He, he left a great, great legacy behind. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, little game. Man, do, do you remember how that even yeah. how that partnership even came about to where they was like, man, yeah. who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Yeah, NBA TV gonna tag along in this, and we gonna we gonna broadcast the games live. Yeah, from the park. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that partnership came about, but you know, pre-COVID, man, like you know, the, you know, the 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 park the park was popping back then, and yeah. you know, and you know, Greg had some major sponsorship deals back then. We were running our tournament too, but but Greg had the bigger tournament and the bigger deals back then, and mm. so it's not far fetched for the NBA to come to Greg. You know, Greg probably didn't even have to go to the NBA. NBA probably came to Greg at that point. And wow. so let's do, you know, let's, wow. let's do some games. Let's televise some games. Uh, we'd love to get it back to that level mm. post-COVID. You know, and we'll see what happens, but it's going to take a lot of work and dedication. So is the EBC uh, still play? Is that league still up and running? No, the league is still up and running. They changed the name. You know, I, I, I got an issue with my, with my guy about that. You know, that's a whole other story. I don't want to air out dirty laundry on the podcast. But, you know, <laughs> right, right, yeah, I got right. Keep that in guy, But, you know, you, you know we're going to work it out. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, we talked about the, the NBA and the honoring the family's name. How has the hip hop community, you talked about guys like Fat Joe and Jay-Z, how have they honored the name itself? They honored by being involved how they were involved before. So, so I, mm-hmm. you know, for example, I was in a park for the refurbishing last October. When I was in the park, you know, Fat Joe was yeah. in the park, you know, Mousy was in the park, you know, Mousy coached, you know, yeah. Fat Joe's team and all of that. So those guys, so those guys are still around mm-hmm. to this day. They they really just waiting in the wings to see, okay, then how, how can we be involved again? What level can we be involved? You know, so you, you don't want to just bring out, you don't just want to bring out a product, you know, just because you have a product and just because you have a name. You want to bring out the, the, the best product possible, right? And if that takes a year or two, then that's mm-hmm. what you do. That's what I feel like we're doing right now. You know, we got the clothing going again. We got a great relationship with the Players Association. You know, like you said, a lot of those entertainers, they're still around, you know, waiting in the wings. So I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we need to pull everything together. And once we do that, 
I think you're going to see a great product. Now, when it comes to the, let me ask this real quick, AJ, when it comes to the park, do they run stuff by you, by your family? Or Yeah, so it's a little bit weird. So so, so it's funny because, you know, so I, I got a couple of trademarks, okay? I got Rucker for clothing. I also have a Class 41 trademark, which is Rucker for basketball, mm. right? Basketball competition, okay? So I actually own both of those trademarks, or my family does, I'll say that. So it's funny, though, because, because it's a public park, People often feel like they can just do whatever with it because it's a public park. So, you know, Nike will do a T-shirt mm-hmm. or Adidas will yep. do a Rucker T-shirt. You know, somebody will come yep. and do a, a, a Rucker event, you know, in the park. You know, it, it's, they're, not really, they're not really being disrespectful. It's just right. that they really don't know anything. Yep. And they know why they're doing it because the name, your name, the name is hot. Uh, they wouldn't be doing it. Right. Exactly. So those brands don't stop at your house first, though. Like, hey, Chris, man, listen, can we partner with you on X, Y, and so, Z? They're starting to do it more now because, you know, we're starting to make it more public, publicly known that, listen, we have, not only are we the legacy on this side, but we also have mm-hmm. the intellectual property, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and we can work something out or you can go do your own thing, right, right. but you just can't use the name. You know, and it's always better to, like, with me, I may not see a dime. Mm-hmm. My family may, may not see a dime from it, but I'd much rather partner with somebody and say, you guys can go ahead and use the name. If you're doing something for the community or whatever, listen, go ahead and use the name. You know, whatever, right? Like, I'm not, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not married to it to the point where it's like, ah, oh, man, if I don't make any money off of it, then, you know, it's not, it's not about that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not about that at all. Man. Hey Chris, when they when respect. they when the NBA came in and uh, refurbished the court, what man, what what did that entail, man? Like how how did they lay the blueprint out? What what kind of upgrades did the court get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know it's interesting. So ASAP Ferg is actually the one wow. know, that that uh, designed the court. You know, yeah, and I believe I think he went to like the School of Visual Arts or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he he has an art background, man. and um, so he actually designed the court. Um, and it was basically after a, a, a Mayan sport was where you got the inspiration. It came out beautiful. You know, they redid everything. Uh, the scoreboard, you know, they redid the scoreboard. Um, you know, you know, people came out from all over the place. Yeah. Politicians, athletes, you know, mm-hmm. entertainers. Like I said, Pat Joe was there, right? So you have all these people that came out wow. just for the rededication of the park. Um, Mm-hmm. And some of the local historians, you know, uh, one of my good friends, mm-hmm. he passed away, Mr. Morris. You know, Mr. Morris mm-hmm. knew my grandfather, played for him, you know, was an educator. Um, he came out, you know, he wasn't feeling so well. And, you know, I came back here and he actually passed away maybe yeah. a month or two after I came back. So, you know, people came out and, they, and it's, for some of them, it was their last time, you know, being yeah. with everybody and getting to see the park again. So it was kind of a big deal. That's special there. I, I wanted to ask you this too, man. In that, in that, when they redid the court, is there a statue of your grandfather there? I mean, I know there's a plaque, but is there like a statue? No, there's never been a statue. Um, yeah, there's always a plaque though in the front. You know, there's you know, playground and 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 you know, basketball courts are connected. Um, a statue would be nice, you know, but but again, it's not necessary, you know, because the park is there. As long as that park is there, you can never take away, you know, people will never forget about the legacy because right. you can only visit the legacy, right? So that's uh, that's huge to me. 
man, it's, it's you got you got people that I know when they go to when they visit go to New York, they gotta go to 155th yeah. and, and, and take a picture on the court, or they you know in front look where I'm at. Like it's yeah. it's that iconic. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, we used to travel. You know, we go out to California, we want to see Venice Beach. You know, we want to see their thing. You know, we go to mm-hmm. we go to the bakery, we go to Philly, right? We want to see their thing. So we want to see, you know, other places as well. You know, at, you know, Atlanta, uh, we go to some of the indoor spots and see their thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, we definitely like if you if you watch ball, you know, you play anything like that, you have to go to Rucker Park. You have to go to Madison yeah. Square Garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to go to yeah. these places, right? Staples yeah. Center might be another one, but you know, you got to go to some of these places, these venues, just to get just to say you belong. And, and I'm in an exclusive club. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can't say you can't say you belong if you've never been to an NBA game, never been to a, a college game, never been to a high school game. Right? You got to go right. experience these things up close and personal, you know, and see how you feel about it. Right? So that's yeah, man, definitely. Hey, Will, you know I got to ask him this though. <laughs> Above the rim, come on, Chris. <laughs> Give us, give us, give us, tell us some stories about that, man. Uh, what? I'm going to tell you, so, so did you guys ever see Gunning for that number one spot? Yeah, we saw that. Yeah. So for me, that, that was actually the film right there. That was actually Okay, I'm going to have to revisit that. Above the rim, I get what you're saying. You know, you got a bunch of stars coming through. But in terms of uh, pure basketball, Gunning for that number yeah. one spot was it for me. Because you, yeah. you had at that time it was it was, it was the, the 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 top high school players, 24. you know, singular and all that. You know, the top twenty four players in the country at that time. You know, mm. and this is back in what, like I think oh oh six or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early two thousand. Yeah, so so for me, just to see those guys play up close in person, DeAndre Jordan, and to see and to see how they've evolved over the years. Some of these guys are still playing in the NBA. Some of these guys yeah. really didn't make it, like Mike Beasley. So, yep. so, so for me, that 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 was more a little more special for me, to, just because mm-hmm. you know, like I said, a lot of those guys are still around today. Yeah. So, Did you get that cameo you know. in above the rim though? Nah, I didn't get nah, nah not above the rim. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was in gunning, and I was in. Um, hey, can you imagine the uh, the scout location that for that movie? Like, can they say, you know, they, they couldn't they couldn't have said that, yo, we're going to film a basketball scene at Soul in the Hole. Or we're going to film it at, they had, that, doing that movie in New York, they had to say, we filming this at Rucker Park. Yeah, I mean, because, well, I mean, you can go, hey, you can go to West 4th, you can go to the Cage, you can go to Dykeman. I mean, there's a, there's a couple of iconic spots, but, you know, Rucker's Rucker. I mean, you know, it's the top of the food chain. You know, there, there, yeah. there's a Rucker Park. They, they did a Rucker Park in, in, in Shanghai, China. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no cage in China. There's no, no disrespect to Kenny or any of those guys. I love all those tournaments, but there's no, you know, Dykeman in China. Hey, Chris, y'all out. Hey, New York is the standard. The Rucker is the standard. I've, I've told people, and I don't know how many times I got to tell them this, why New York is the mecca and Chicago isn't. Because of a street ball is like the gods, is like the Bible. Like, they ain't going to let no... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. 
At participating McDonald's. Crazy shootouts. No, you ain't bringing that shit to the park. Like, everyone knows that. Like, and y'all still have that tradition today. Like, look how many parks you just rolled off. You just named. Dykeman, the cage. What? I can't name one in the hey, summer hey, in you Chicago. Made it for 10 years. In 10 years, not one fight. I'm proud to say that. What? Not what? one fight. 10 what? years. Yeah. And as much as they get heated out there on the park and the rough, rough and one. tough fouls. We had, a, we had an almost team on vacation, but you know, we, they, 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 they respected it. Not one fight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's love there. Has there been yeah. any talks? Like, I've seen pieces of athletes that they, you know, kind of did like a documentary on, but has there been any talks with you and your family about, we want to do a Rutgers Park doc on on just this history and your family's mm-hmm. history. Has there been any talks about that? Yeah, there has. Um, but I'm actually talking to somebody now. I'm not really allowed to, to speak on it yet, but uh, mm-hmm. we're actually but talking to happened. somebody right now. But it's going to yeah. happen. Well, let, let, let's hope so. You know, I, I never say never in this business, but let, let's hope so. I, I definitely hope so. <laughs> the basketball royalty and fans is all around the world would love to see that, would love to know that. I history. just think the generations now need to understand the game. Even what you and AG were just talking about a few minutes ago, man, that they're, that 10 years you're running a tournament and ain't no mess. Yep. And AG is right, man. I mean, we used to have some great, tournaments. We used to have some great playgrounds, 63rd, even in my neighborhood, in Cabrini, they used mm-hmm. to hold something that was very similar to Rucker Park. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but the sustainability mm-hmm. uh, and all the guys, AJ, you know, we talked to that's from New York. Yep. They, one thing I've always been amazed about is men that they always stayed mm-hmm. like, like you didn't have to go 10 feet to go get the top athlete. He was already yep. in the park. You know, he was already in the park. Yeah. The park. You know, yeah. you, you know, wasn't uncommon to see Skip to Malou in the park. And then yep. two days later, Stephon Marbury in the park. Yeah, I mean, all, all those guys played, man. You know, you know, you know, Omar Cook and John Wall and, you know, all, man, all yeah. those guys played, man. Uh, you know, and they, they, like, like I said, once we put out, once we're able to come together and put out a good product, those guys will come back. They'll, they'll come back and support the park. They'll play. They'll watch. You know, Fat Joe will come back. So I, I'm, I'm very mm-hmm. confident that in the next probably like two years, we can get it back to where it was. You know, we'll, but internally, mm-hmm. we just have to work some things out and, and bring it together. And speaking of product, let's talk about the brand. Yeah. The Rucker brand, man. Now, now the, the launch, the Rucker brand, you did this in the late 90s. Um, how old were you at the time? And Mm-hmm. What what motivated you and your family to do this? Yeah, um, so at the time I was what like twenty seven, something like that, probably about twenty seven, you know, twenty six, twenty seven. Um, it, it's funny because uh, these guys, you know, so basically these guys came from Seattle, Washington, right? And they already had mm-hmm. some Rutgers jerseys, right? So you know, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, fresh out of school or whatever, and they come to my family in Brooklyn. They sold the product. And the jerseys were off the chain, right? Especially for back then, the jerseys mm-hmm. were nice. So we're like, okay, well, let's talk about it. You know, what, what do you want to do? You know, so they said, oh, we want to basically. Long story short, they basically said, oh, we we want to do uh, uh, the Rucker brand. 
and, and we don't want, really want y'all involved. Oh, oh so you mm. so you basically just want mm. to sign off, sign off, and, and mm. get out the way, basically, right? And they didn't look like you, right? Well, you know, you know, there it is. Chris, what are you saying? I know you looking at these motherfuckers like. What? Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah, look yeah. like you know. You telling me this, but you don't look nothing like me. Yeah. So you know, long story short, so my family, so my family was like, nah, that's not gonna happen. So I did some research. Me and my dude, my partner to this day, my best friend Dexter Gordon. Mm. He's a uh, matter of fact. He, yeah, he, he works for you guys. Know he had grassroots guy in one. So me and Dexter was like, look, man, let's let's do some research and see what see what we can do here. So we did our research, and come to find out, these dudes didn't even have a trademark. Mm. So I trademarked it, which is why I said back ninety seven, ninety eight earlier. So I trademarked mm. it and got rid of them, <laughs> and then we mm. just tried to do it on our own. Because mm. he said, "Hey, they had a great idea, but just you know, you coming from Seattle trying to tell us, you know, we can't use our family name and come on, make it out of here." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Immediately, that come on, man. man. <laughs> so, so that's how we started. Right, we had a partner in the Empire State Building for a little bit. Um, you know, we actually started when Fubu was popping off in the Empire State Building too at that time. You know, but Fubu had a much bigger infrastructure than we did. So they, mm-hmm. they went on to become very successful. And, you know, we only came up with like a few t-shirts and Dr. J and, and that was it. So then we went away for a couple of years and we came back in 2002. 2002, that's when, that's when it really took off because our business partner was better. You know, we had good quality clothing. And, mm-hmm. and, and back then, fashion fashion was all over the place. Yeah, Music popular. videos were big. The magazines yeah. were big. You know, Source, Vibe, you know, yeah. Dime Magazine, Slam Magazine. So we were able to capitalize on a lot of those resources back then. And we had mm-hmm. a nice 10-year run up until about 2012. You know, 2012, the, our business ended, and then we just picked it back up again a couple of years ago. So it's like off and on. It's mm-hmm. off and on. And we're trying to do a drink too. It's funny, uh, mentioned the business. So I was gonna do I was gonna try to bring out a rucker drink, but I felt mm-hmm. like a rucker sports drink, I didn't feel like it would do well enough because you would actually have to know basketball in order to understand what that is. Yeah. So instead I actually have the name Draft Pick for sports and energy drink. It used to be owned by Seven mm-hmm. Up, but they dropped it. So I'm actually trying to bring out draft picks like in the next year or so. You know, and obviously, mm. if I can do that, I'm gonna connect that with the, with the clothing line and the tournament and so forth. And then, yeah, and that's what really what we mean by brand. So that's what's up. Yeah. That's that's a that's a great name for that too. And, and yeah, to marry that, I like that. I like that concept. Now, what was the inspiration to do it again? Because you said in 2012, mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of died down. Plus, man, I. I I applaud you and Dexter, man, because you're right. The 90s was insane. I mean, what? you had Carl Kanai, FUBU, yeah. uh, LL was bringing out his stuff. I mean, it was, I mean, cross colors, you name it. Yeah. Then yeah. music. I mean, I yeah. tell people all the time, you know, we went from the CD to the MP3 player in like weeks. I mean, it was like technology mm-hmm. was just booming fast into succeed in that man was was incredible so man i applaud you for that great run but what what was the inspiration behind like why are you bringing it back out now well frankly speaking because we know how successful we were back then for 10 years um mm-hmm. 
you know, we had some issues with our business partner back then. So we, we didn't, we felt like we didn't get the full benefit of what we were doing back then. So we were yeah. like, hey, you know, again, the park is still here. So as long as the park is still here, people are always going to know about Ruffin. So we said, yeah. hey, we had, a, we had a good business partner right now. Let's bring it out again. See what we can do. You know, right now we're in Foot Locker, you know, going to be probably in a couple of other chains this year. So, you know, this is the timing of it. Just to say, hey, we're not done yet. As long as it's a park, there's still going to be some interest in it. And mm-hmm. we're selling in New York City, all the Foot Lockers that we're selling, on, you know, it's online too, but all the, the stores are in New York City. What What are the ups and downs of, you know, especially seeing the success that you've had? What are the challenges that you're facing now, and what's how do you overcome those deals? Yeah, like for me, uh, I've learned, you know, as I've gotten older, I've learned to become more patient. You know what I mean? You know, back mm-hmm. then, you know, 20 years ago, I wanted everything. I, I need that. I need that now. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, I need that right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> you know, so now <laughs> I can't I'm, wait. Yeah, I can't wait. But now I say, okay, you know, this is a process. This, this takes time. You know, mm-hmm. just focus on building, building your brand, building something good. You know, you got your people behind you. You know, I've been, I've been with my same team now for like whew, 20 years. We've been, you know, kicking mm-hmm. it. So the, the same, we got the same designer from 15, 20 years ago. My marketing guy, Rikers, same dude from 20 years ago. Dexter, mm-hmm. since 98. So I, I got the same team with, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we're all experienced now. You know, we, we know, yeah. you know how to make a good product, which moves to make. You know, the, the one thing that's new, you know, the ups and downs, right? So the one thing that's kind of new for us is, is the social media. You know, how do we, you know, how do we, how do we take take advantage of social media? Um, so that's one thing that we're working on now. That you know, that was going to be my next question because I was going to ask you, like, from you know, from you started in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, with the T-shirts and everything, then you went, then you went away. Come back in two thousand. Uh, what was that? You say twelve? Yep, twenty twelve. Yep. Come back in two, 2012, Then you put on the high haters, and then you come right back. So those things you've learned throughout that whole process up to this point, and speaking of social media, have you found that? you can use this tool of social media and keep the marketing dollars low. Yeah, no, there's no question about it. You know, and I give, I give you one example. Uh, so we, so when I went to New York last, last October for, for the Park Me firm, you know, I go to New York, we got our, we got our IG, we on the brand or whatever, at, you know, at the Rucker brand. We got like maybe 700 followers or something like that, right? Because we just bring, in, bring everything back out. I came, I came back home probably like two or three days later, maybe. We went from like 700 mm-hmm. followers to over 2,000. And I was Damn. just off of that one event. So, mm. so I've seen it work. I've seen it work. Like, you know, <laughs> you know it, it, it's- Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So- well, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I love the gear. The gear, the gear, the designs, the, I mean, it's, now I will say this, it's, it's heavy on the New York Knicks end, you know. So. <laughs> you saw the subway series? You saw the subway series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't worry, well, I, I like the Knicks. I like the Knicks. I ain't gonna trip on that. But um is there is there going because again, I think I think the brand man could be successful anywhere. When 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 are we gonna be able to walk in our stores 
mm-hmm. and get this Rucker brand. And I know we can get it online, but yeah. I want to go into my Foot Locker here yeah. and grab the brand. So, you know, that's a hard question to answer, but probably by the end of next year would be the earliest. Um, and, and why I say that? Because we got it. We actually have a drop coming up in July. So that's actually mm-hmm. going to be our next drop. Now, now we're doing okay. some, some exclusive stuff. Uh, matter of fact, I got to get you guys information, see if I can get you on that list too. But we're doing some exclusive stuff um, you know, for some entertainers and ball players coming up. But our mm-hmm. first store drop next year is going to be the summer. Then we got another drop after that. So if we can get Foot Locker to open up those doors by the end of next year, then yeah, you could definitely see it. Really now, is well. that your only partner, Foot Locker, or are there other partners? Well, because Foot Locker has. They got, bro, they got a thousand stores. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all you really need is like a, a few of them. Right. Well, let me tell you, man, the uh, the Foot Locker up there, you know, uh, what, what what street is that it's on? 125th? 125th, mm-hmm. the way y'all got that set up. Yeah. The hole with the with the look like the fence in the in, in the background mm-hmm. and all that and the West Side of Grand with Dr. J was wearing. Mm-hmm. That's a whole that's 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 beautiful, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. And and it's unlike, I mean, it's like it's in Foot Locker, but it's like, damn, did, what did I just walk into? Like mm-hmm. yeah, y'all whole section is just yeah. just different than anything else they got in the store. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that, and that and really that was all you know. That was all Foot Locker. You know what I mean? Like they they they, they put the marketing dollars behind it, which is why for us mm-hmm. right now they they they're a great partner, right? Because you're willing yeah. you're willing to rock with us, you're willing to to grow with us. Yeah, and you got love that idea too. you talked about earlier. It being organic, which is which is so interesting that you use mm-hmm. that term because the brand is really not organic. The brand is the brand is like. You know, yeah. It's, it's, well, it's worldwide now. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 known worldwide, but but you know, but 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 it, all things point to the park, right? So, that's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know that, that part. Like I said, Harlem has a lot of rich history, and that's one of the spots. You know, you got the Polo Grounds right across the street. You know what I mean? Willie, Willie Mays, mm. New York Giants. You know, uh, that whole area used to be uh, a railroad, a railroad company. So that wow. so that area has a lot of history there that uh, you know that you can take advantage of. So you're right; it is it, it's, it's worldwide. But to me, I'm always thinking it, it's part of Harlem culture mm-hmm. too. And that, but just yeah. that, but I love yeah. I love that term organic because to me it also represents, I think, the strength of your family. To me, organic simply just means I'm being humble about this, but y'all better recognize we out here kicking y'all butt too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're getting it in, man. And and I tell you, Chris, man, I I'm again, man, I'm ecstated about your family, the brand, and what you guys are doing. Um, you know, I only got enough, I got one more question for you in terms of the brand. When 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 the kick's coming. Hey man, hey, hey, we need a partner. Hey, we need a partner. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, Chuck Taylor, you know, Air Force Ones. We need a partner. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Some, hey, hey, some vintage '90s yes. stuff. Not that fly knit right. shit they got going on now. Yeah, we need, we need a partner. Some vintage fly '90s stuff, man. Yeah. Hey, Chris, let me ask you this. Let me pick your brain on this. I wanna, I'm gonna ask you two questions. Mm-hmm. Around the world, mm-hmm. give me your top three outdoor playground park tournaments mm-hmm. around the world and then give me your top five tournaments in New York. 
So around the world, I got to go with Rucker. I'm going to say Rucker, Baker League, and uh, Drew League, I think, at this point. Drew League? Yeah, I think I think Drew, you know, they got some things happening out there. Um, okay. Top five in New York is tough because there's new tournaments in New York all the time. Really? Um, out, you, you say new tournaments, like outside, outdoors? There's a couple of new tournaments that, that I've heard about. I know there's one in Elite Ball, maybe two in Brooklyn. Um, so, yeah, New York New York is big, man. You can do a lot. <laughs> you can do a lot. Look, we, we used to run our tournament at Mega Evans College in Brooklyn, and a lot of people uh-huh. didn't, didn't even know we were there. You know what I mean? So wow. Because Greg had to park. He had to park, you know, jumping at the time, so we actually ran our tournament indoors a lot in Brooklyn. Mm. But, mm. Uh, but I, I think, like, the normal ones, you know, uh, I always got to put Rucker, you know, at the, you know, yeah, you know, Rutgers, without yeah. a doubt. you know, uh, Dykeman, the Cage, um, okay, you know, I don't know, I don't know if Tillery's coming out this summer, but they had, they was jumping out there too, and then uh, mm. you mentioned Soul No, yeah, so you know that that's probably okay. my top five right now. I think I think I had saw some on on um on uh on Instagram where there was a tournament out in Long Island. There's tournaments all over the place. All Damn. And speaking of <laughs> That's tournaments, crazy. I know I said I, I know I said that was my yeah. last question, but I I I, I lied. I, I got another I got another one. And this goes with your brand. Mm-hmm. Is the brand going to partner with tournaments such as like the TBT? So <laughs> so I can't get into too many details, but we that means we, it's, we, that we, means we, it's we, happening, AG. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We 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 we're in talks with those guys off and on. Off and on. So, you know, they actually, we actually did a collab with them. If you go to their website, you'll see like a couple of shirts that, you know, we collab with them on. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to do, you know, like you said, I would love to do something on a larger scale. In, in they, a basketball they should. And not only that, there should be happen. a Rutgers team represented in that tournament. Like, AJ and I, we've been saying this yeah. for years. We need to have a Hoop Dreams team in that yeah. tournament. Yeah. You know, that just, yeah. I just think that. To me, those are iconic names that has extended past whatever is out there, man. So I would love to see uh, a Rutgers team in a TBT, but I also would love to see that partnership where, man, they, they're, they're yeah. out there in Rutgers gear. I mean, I know Puma is kind of, you know, but maybe there's some yeah, room, man. And, and, and TBT was actually in the park maybe like, I don't know, maybe like, six, seven, eight months ago. Mm-hmm. So TBT was actually in the park doing an event. Um, yeah, I remember that. I, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So it's, but, man, yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's crazy that uh, the uh, the park is like the standard for everyone to, to look at. And like, I want my, I want to do an outdoor tournament and I want it to look like that. The Rucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I love them dome shots they got looking down onto the park. Yeah, yeah. You know, different pictures where you see guys, you know, hanging on. The, the, is that school still there where people still sit up there? Yeah, that's actually, that's not a school anymore, but yeah. But yeah. Oh, but all, okay. all those buildings you see are, are, wow. are still there. His is crazy, man. Now, you just, you're just making me have even more questions. So, so, so now I'm going to ask you this, man. Just throw some names at me. Mm-hmm. Who has played in the Rutgers tournament? Well, you know, I would be remiss if I don't mention Julius Irving, the the the, the original claw, 
play 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 the original the original clock. Play five summers, play five summers at Rucker, and it said that him playing at Rucker gave him the confidence to do what he did at the next level. What? So that's that's what he told me. So for me, that's all, and, and he was there. Matter of fact, Doc was there uh, in October as well. Mm. So for me, mm. it, 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 the buck stops with Julius Earth. Now mm. there are obviously players like Earl Manigo, the goat. Mm. You know, I went to go see the goat in the hospital before he passed, and I made a mistake. And we, we were talking, and uh, you know, the goat—I I made a mistake of calling him goat. And the goat said, he "said hey, oh, I'm sorry, right there." He said, "The goat." He said, "What good is a, he said, what good is a man without his name? What good is a king without his crown?" <laughs> wow. So, and obviously, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, this wow. this. this you know, th- these are the types of personalities and characters that come through Rucker Park, man. Unique personalities, one-of-a-kind people. Not just ball players, but people that, you know, they, they live their lives their way. Some of them won, some of them lost. You yeah, know? yeah. But they were all, you know, they were all great ball players. And they were all was you there the day Kobe got there? I was not there. No, I was not Was there. you mad at yourself for not being there? Uh, a little bit, but I, but, but I, but I had met his father in the park though before. So I was kind of Oh, you met Jelly Bean. I met Joe Bryant. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know this might sound crazy, but I just gotta ask this too, man. The park is so crowded. Has there ever been a time you showed up and you couldn't get in? (laughs) 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 Hey, it almost happened to me last October. I, I you know Cause you know they had security standing outside. I'm like, no, listen, I'm Chris Rucker. No, I really am Chris Rucker. Like, then my hey, my brother came, my uncle came. I had to get them in. You know, it's like, like, come on, man. Like, what are we doing right now? But uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it's it, it's funny when it happens. But usually, somebody somebody usually vouches for me. <laughs> that's amazing, man. That's 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 a lifetime pass. And yeah. and and with the brand, when those tournaments are going on, is there a relationship? I shouldn't say a relationship. Are, are the are the folks there able to get the brand at the tournaments too? Like, do you all sell the clothing there? No, we don't really sell clothing at the park. You know, you got the whole vendor's license thing. And um, yeah. also, from our perspective, for what we're trying to accomplish, I feel like that would cheapen our brand. You know what mm. I mean? Because we want to compete with the big boys, right? So if you want if we want to compete with the big boys, we got to act like the big boys. Yeah. And, and I, I give you an example of what I mean. Uh, years ago, me and Bex went to go speak. I think it was Delaware State. We went to go speak at Delaware State. And we were sitting on a panel. And one of the students in the audience said, well, you know, why is your clothing so expensive? You know, why is it, you know, why does it cost so much? And I was going to answer them. And, uh, and uh, one of the other guys in the panel said, hold on, hold on. He said, would you ask Tommy Hilfiger or Ralph Lauren why their clothing costs so much? Or would you just buy it? Mm. Would you ask, you know, Louis Vuitton, would you ask, and, and the student kind of got it, like, yeah, you got a, you know, you got a point. He, and, and I got it at that point. Like, never, mm. never, you know, uh, let your brand take a backseat. Never cheapen your brand. If you feel like yep. your brand is a premium brand, then go ahead and market it as such. That's what we try to do. Awesome. Yeah. Y'all doing it, man. Them shorts, man. Them shorts so tight, boy. I was like, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I said, that's next level there, man. Yeah, we got some new stuff coming out, too. Well, you know, you you, you got to get us on this list too, man. We, we, yeah, we yeah, yeah, be yeah. On this list. Yeah, I'm gonna talk. Hey, what? Hey, what? Yeah. 
that's that, that that leads me into my next question, man. We done had you for a minute, but we know we we glad me and Will glad you on, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always ask this uh, the last question of our guests, man. What's the next chapter in Chris Rucker's hoop dream? So two things. One, uh, 2023, get the brand uh, going with social media. Get the marketing going. You know, because you Mm. can't sell clothing if you don't market the product. The second thing is I want to get that drink. I want to get drafted. I want to get that Mm. on shelves too in 2023. And then again, you know, uh, marry that back with the brand. So those are the two things that I really want to accomplish for next year. And like I said, my team, you know, I trust my team. You know, we've been, you know, we've been doing this for a minute, so we're going to make it happen. Amazing. Yeah, man. Thank thank you for being on the show. And, and thank before you. you go, tell people, you know, how they can get the brand right now. And, and where can they find yeah. you if they just want to find Chris Rucker? Yeah. Yeah, so both, both things are one and the same. So uh, you can just go to our website, therucker.com, T-H-E-R-U-C-K-E-R.com. And uh, when you when you actually uh, uh, submit a question on the website, it comes directly to me. Oh, and, nice. and, I, and I always respond. So if you want to get at me, you know, you got a question or, you know, about the product, whatever it is, you just want to kick it, just, you know, get at me and talk. Love it. Love That's it. what's up. Thank you, man, so much for being on the show, man. This is an honor. Appreciate y'all. Yes, man. Blessing, yeah, it is, man. Yeah. yeah, it is. You a New York, you a New York legend, us, buddy. I'm the gold of my era. I've been a trending topic. I'm as fly as a feather. My pocket's macroscopic. See, with time, I get better. I'm always in the action, kid. No, I got it locked from Chicago where the toughest live. Concrete jungle, earn my stripes on the pavement there. You make it here, then you can make it anywhere. No comparison. Your game is embarrassing. No one can touch me, I'm all but going there again. Yeah, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha AG. I'm box office, and one day they gon' have to pay me. Yeah, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm balling like I'm Martha AG. I'm box office, and one day they gon' have to pay me. Hoop Dreams, the podcast, an Unlearning Network production. Written and produced by Arthur Agee, Will Gates, Matt Hoffer, with audio engineering from Matt Savage. For more episodes, check us out at www.unlearningnetwork.com. Gotta be a dog to survive in this cold weather. Ice in my veins, no need for a warm sweater. I'm coming for it all, best believe I won't let up, yeah. Hey, I think I'm balling like I'm Will Gates. I'm hoop dreaming, trying to fight against a sealed fate. More faith, think I'm ballin' like I'm Martha Agee I'm box office and one day they gon' have to pay me Yeah, I think I'm ballin' like I'm Will Gates I'm hoop dreamin', trying to fight against a sealed fate More faith, think I'm ballin' like I'm Martha Agee I'm box office and one day they gon' have to pay me
Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.